0: Please turn with me to Psalm 145. Amen. Psalm 145. This psalm has been presented in this pulpit many times before. Usually on a much deeper level than I intend to present it to you today. I have a couple of basic, simple, but yet should be profound points for us in the year 2016. As you're turning, I want to remind us briefly why we use a psalm. If there was a man after God's own heart, which there was, and he took the musings of his heart and put them on paper, which he did, and they've been preserved for us today, would we not look at them to see how we might worship the Lord the way a man after his own heart would? Amen. Well, that's what the Psalms are. There's 150 of them, most of them written by David. And so we have the musings of a man after God's own heart on paper for us to know how we can praise and worship his God and our God. Let's look at this psalm as a resolution. Maybe a New Year's resolution if you need one. But certainly a resolution. To be resolved in a certain manner and conduct towards the Lord. This psalm, although not easily broken up into many sections because it is of one paramount theme, there does seem to be two parts to it. And the one part is what David did because of the other part what the Lord did and is doing. And so let us see those two parts as I read these verses to you. And let us think on this psalm as David's resolution to the Lord. Psalm 145. I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. Amen. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. Amen. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Amen. The Lord is good to all yes. and his tender mercies over all his works. Amen. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. Right. They shall speak yes. of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men His mighty acts and the glorious majesty of His kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and Thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon Thee, and Thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest Thine hand And satisfies the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all His ways, and holy in all His works. Mm -hmm. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon Him, to all that call upon Him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear Him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love Him, but all the wicked will He destroy my mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Again, a psalm of resolution. The man after God's own heart has left us this psalm by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit so that we might know how the Lord wants to be praised and to be worshipped. It's been said that this may be the crown jewel of praise when it comes to the psalms because of the simple and ultimate theme of the psalm. We know within the psalms there's many different psalms of different genres and makes. In this particular psalm, it is, as we mentioned, of one theme that is split up with a why we do something and for what the Lord has done for us to promote us to do that. If Psalm 103 was a good psalm to conclude a year, which I wholeheartedly agree with, Psalm 145 may very well be a great psalm to embark upon a year. That's yes, right. Half the psalm, I believe, is cut up this way, verses 3, 8, 9, and 13 through 20, talking about the mighty acts of the Lord and what he's done, with his mercy being paramount in those verses. And then the other half, the resolution of the psalmist, because of what the Lord has done, verses 1 and 2, 4 through 7, 10 through 12, and 21. That's a lot of breaks, please don't get lost in the breaks, but it's the... And looking over this and seeing this as a psalm of a resolute individual, I saw those breakups for for me, and hopefully to relay very quickly to you. This theme is common over the last few psalms. You'll see in verse in Psalm one forty six through one fifty, the psalms all start with "Praise ye the Lord," and then it goes on to describe why we should praise the Lord, why we should have these these praises on our lips. Even if you back up a psalm, you'll see in 144, Blessed be the Lord my strength. And he goes on to describe many of the things the Lord has done for him and therefore why he would bless the Lord. So this is how I want to go about this psalm. I want to ask you a few questions and then we want to answer a few of them and find ourselves resolute in the year 2016. How was your 2015? If it was a good year, how will you keep it up and make it better? Yes. If it was not, can you explain why? Do you know the actions needed to fix it? What mechanism will you put in place for when the going gets tough? Do we have a defined target, a plan, or a way to measure our progress? David did. David was resolved to speak of the Lord. Yes. Back to our theme. All of the verses surrounding David's resoluteness towards the Lord were that he was going to use his mouth. Yeah. He was going to speak of the wondrous things the Lord had done for him. So David's resolution from the mercies the Lord had bestowed upon him was to speak amongst his people about the things of the Lord. Let us look at verse 4. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. David assumed that one generation was going to speak to another. And that has been mentioned before in this pulpit. That the older generation should use the opportunity that they have with the years the Lord has given them to speak to the next generation about these things. Verse 6, And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. Do we do that? Do we remember the terrible acts of the Lord and speak to one another about them? If we will do that, we will find ourselves encouraged and resolved again to follow the Lord more perfectly. Remembering the things that He's done in times past causes us to be encouraged to go forth and do mighty acts in the future. Verse 10, All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. That's taking a large group of all and narrowing it down to the saints. Mm -hmm. Are we particular in that? The whole world's going to praise the Lord in one form or fashion at one point in time or another. But we have the commandment to do it now as his saints. Over 90% of resolutions are never completed. I ran a few Google searches over the last couple of days and found out that uh, close to 8% is the completion percentage of those that make resolutions at the beginning of the year. I wonder what percentage it is for us. As Christians, we should have a very high level of percentage to complete the resolutions that we have. Some of the reasons they never get accomplished is because they have no defined objective and because they have no simple course of action. They have nothing in particular they can lay their hands or mind on that is going to get them to their desired end. We have it. This is simple. Will you praise the Lord with your mouth in 2016? And it's very simple. If you remember what the Lord has done for you, it will be an an easy task on your lips at all times. The reason it's not on our lips at all times is Simple as well. We've forgotten what the Lord's done for us. Yesterday, somebody gave me a few lines of a poem, and I wanted to just share this briefly with you. If you don't do anything, you'll have a, great, you'll have a, a similar 2016 as you did to 2015. He who aims at nothing usually hits it. And so if you don't make a resolution to do something in 2016 to change the, your actions, then you'll accomplish just that. No change. If you don't do anything, you'll be ordinary. You'll be like everybody else that doesn't accomplish their resolutions. It's been said the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is extra. You have to do something extra to accomplish something better. David did this. David didn't just say this in Psalm 145. David practiced this. If you'll remember Ziklag, and that being an extreme case, where he found himself at the most difficult point in his resolution, he found himself resolved to praise the Lord and to worship him and to encourage himself in the Lord. And I wouldn't be surprised if a psalm like 145 quickly came from his lips once the Lord delivered him in the mighty way that he did in Ziklag. Will you remember what the Lord has done for you? The rest of today's services will be to remind us of what the Lord has done for us. If you will, if you will be reminded, and if you will listen and pay attention to the rest of today... You will not be able to resist these words. I will extol thee, my God, O King. And I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee. And I will praise thy name forever and ever.